Hello, you're listening to Got Clutter, Get Organized. I am your host, Janet M. Taylor, and I want to say hello if you're a regular listener. And welcome if you're listening for the very first time. I hope you are having a great start to your week. In this episode, we're going to be talking with a good friend and training expert, Sylvia Douglas, who's going to talk to us about how we can be a more organized virtual presenter. And of course, I will be sharing my product suggestion, app suggestion, repurpose suggestion, and book suggestion for this week. And my question for this week for you is how many virtual meetings do you have to attend on the average week? You can even put Janet, the average day, I have to attend four or five, whatever. I would love to hear from you. And of course, you can always give me a response on this show page. Just some statistics and just some background information. According to dictionary.com, the word virtual drew its meaning from virtue in the early 14th century. But by the late 1950s, it started taking on a new meaning, the surging scale of PCs in the 1960s, followed by popularity of cellular phones in the 70s, voicemails in the 80s, and the internet and the World Wide Web in the 90s gradually paved the way for the virtual workplace. Keeping with the changes in the human civilization, the organizational structure also evolved. My guest, Sylvia Douglas of Refined Training and Consulting, has over 30 years of platform and curricular development experience. Ms. Douglas has worked with both government and private sector clients as a training consultant and has led training departments for hotel companies. Her government clients have included the U.S. Secret Service, EPA, IRS, D.C. Courts, and the Department of Defense. Private sector clients have included J.P. Morgan Chase, AT&T, as well as Fannie Mae. Sylvia has been in the hospitality industry for several years, beginning as a consultant and then as a director of human resources in Hilton at the Crystal City, Arlington, Virginia location. Her career then brought her to the corporate office as director of learning and development for Hersha Hotel and Management. And of course, she is currently the director of training for Crestline Hotel and Resorts. So, Without further ado, I want you to tune into my wonderful conversation with Sylvia Douglas. Well, hello, listeners. I'm excited because, as you know, a lot of us have been doing more virtual meetings, webinars, Zooms. Uh, WebEx, whatever platform you're using. And I think it's time for us to get a little bit more organized in how we present ourselves. So that is why I brought the expert, the guru, Sylvia Douglas, on to share with us what to do, what not to do, and how we can be more strategic as we present ourselves on this virtual platform. So hello, Sylvia. Hi, Janet. How are you doing? I am doing wonderful, but before we get into the strategies and everything, what made you become like the guru of training? Actually, I think your mother must have just birthed just nothing but trainers because your sister's an awesome trainer. And then, of course, then, of course, you birthed a trainer and, you know, your daughter. But I what made you? Oh, you My son is a trainer. He trains, too. He's in the military and he's trained. He's a uh, um, signal soldier and he teaches that. So. 
And then, of course, you got the third generation, which is, you know, the little guy, my favorite. But what made you get into it? Yes, he is taking over the world. What made you get into it? Um, I started out training. I went to modeling school when I was a teenager, and they were looking for more diversity trainers. And this is in the 70s. And I ended up teaching modeling at John Marbury Power School, which was a finishing modeling school back in the day. And um, I enjoyed it. I did it, for, did it for a lot of years. And then I went to corporate America. I was, I was a, an admin at Digital Equipment Corporation, which is now part of Hewlett Packard. And um, they, this is in the 80s. And they were, again, looking for diversity. They were looking for Black people. And I said, I can do that. And they were looking for women. I can do that. And we're looking for people who were trained before. I can do that. And here I am. So I, that's how I ended up doing corporate training, um, things like communication and diversity training and um, that sort of thing, as well as communicating across department lines. So working collaboratively, leadership, that sort of thing. And the image piece came, comes kind of out of that in terms of that professional look and understanding how to operate professionally. And the, the John Robert Powers School training comes in because they talk about how to dress yourself and your best features and all that sort of thing. And it's sort of morphed into how do you operate in a, in a work environment? So I've trained this class called I Image and Upward Mobility for years and years and years to people around how do you dress for work? if you want to get ahead, because it's more than what you know, it's what you look like, because people see you before they hear you, and then put you in a box. So I've been doing it since the 80s. So with that, Sylvia, now that we're on this virtual platform, what are some things that you see or have heard of, or even personal experience that people do when they present themselves, whether they're training, whether they're going to a meeting, um, in regards to just presentation, look, etc. Because I mean, we've all seen the, the the videos that have been shared of things that you shouldn't do. But what are some of the things I think sometimes people just need to know? What should you not do when you're doing this virtual platform? Well, first thing, if, you're, if it's a work event, whether you're, you're the presenter or you're in a meeting, you've got to remember that you're still at work. And I think people forget that because I'm, they're doing these things from home, but you are at work. And people are evaluating not only your intelligence and your subject matter expertise and all that sort of thing, but they're also looking at your judgment. And why did you decide to wear pajamas to this meeting with the senior vice president? Um, really? If you were in the office, would you have on your pajamas for the senior vice president? I don't think so. Well, I hope not. They just sent you home. And the same thing applies. That's one of the biggest things that people think that because I'm at home, anything goes. And that's not the case. You are at work and you need to have some sort of a business persona out there. And that includes 
what you're dressed like and what's behind you. So you have to think about all these kinds of things. And I, I think it was you, Janet, who sent me, sent me the picture of the lady with the naked, poor husband naked in the shower yeah. behind her. Yeah, I sent you that one. Yes, I did send you that one. And you know, it's so interesting you say that, Sylvia, because one of the things, and people laugh at me, even though a lot of my trainings, nobody gets to see me, all they get to do is hear my voice. But I always make sure I have like this little black dress that I always put on, my little necklace, making sure I have some semblance of makeup on my face just in case I need to appear. Because there have been times when I've had to like put the camera on really quick just to kind of communicate with someone and get off. So I think sometimes just doing that helps me. And also it helps me with my attitude and how I show up as well when I'm dressed like that. Because if I'm like in my sweats and pajamas, but I'm not in my pajamas, then I'm more relaxed. So when I'm in that little black dress and whatever else I wear, I come with a different attitude. So. I think that's even before the pandemic, a lot of companies are going more casual and, and that is the persona. But many of them were rethinking that for the same reasons that we're showing up on camera now. Is there the very thing that you're saying? When you get dressed up, you carry yourself very differently. It's not the same, yeah, yeah, whatever. I got you're just more relaxed. It sort of sends a message to your brain that I'm here for a different purpose than just hanging out or just washing the car or whatever it is that you would do in your sweats and your or pajamas or naked as some people have shown up to these things. Um, so it, it sets your head in a, different, in a different manner and then you are there for business and then you go from there. It's important. And you never know. As part of my, um, my class, I talk about there is no such thing as I'm only going. There's no such thing. No such thing. And thing, it even applies more here. You get a better chance if you're out in the street, people will maybe forget that they saw you in this ridiculous outfit or whatever. But now they have it on video. Make it, remember, let's play back. Remember that meeting we had with, with so-and-so? Oh, mm. <laughs> people, they do that. This is what happens. And you're trapped forever on film. <laughs> yeah, you're so right. You're so right. Even about what's behind you. Like I have a bookcase behind me and I make sure nothing is seen but my organizing books. I have other types of books. But organizing is just a neutral subject that, you know, life, home, office, time, organizing. I mean, do. that's what people know me for. And that's what people know me for. So they don't need to know, see my personal books of what I like and all of those things. So, so with that, Sylvia, what are some things that we really need to do? Almost like, I don't know if a checklist, but just something we all need to do before we actually, like, go into that virtual meeting. Almost like, you know, I would have certain things I would do before I would walk into a presentation and do a presentation. Like, what are some things that people just don't think about that maybe they should think about? Well, let's start, let's start with what's behind you. People, as they're, as they're talking with you, 
they're looking around. People aren't going to stare at the camera. They're going to look around and see what's there. And then they start to wonder, what's that about? Hmm. Oh, yeah. Look at the picture she's got up there. Isn't it pretty colors? Or, oh, my goodness. <laughs> Whatever it is. So you have to be aware that people are not going to be staring at your face through the whole experience. They're going to be looking behind you. And what you have needs to be a reflection either of some sort of a creative look or something that looks nice or looks clear. And even sometimes people stand behind, um, sit in front of an absolutely blank wall, which I think is a little odd too. It makes you, you have nothing in your life of interest. There's nothing in your home that you want to display. It's, 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 it's almost as bad as too much is not enough. And so a little bit of something, but it should be the right thing. Put up a, a poster that says, you know, success, one of those success inspirational kind of posters or something. Or like you say, a bookcase with books that make sense with what you're talking about or are obscured. And if, you, if you're not sure of what you should put up in the Zoom backgrounds when you at least kind of gray out what's behind you. It's important if, you, if you're someplace where you don't have the right kind of background or the decor or whatever, um, your house isn't looking as fresh as you'd like at this moment, then gray it out and keep it moving. But understand that you are on camera and this is a recording and people can look back two months, six months, five days, three years later, and there you are. So that's, that's what I say about the background. And also having a decent camera and things like that, some of the technical pieces. Um, having your, your Zoom positioned so that you're not staring at five miles of ceiling above your head and you're down the bottom you on the Zoom with somebody and this person was like this to the whole all you, I'm, I pull my screen up. I'm talking to Janet on a Zoom. Um, all you can see was the was their eyes and her forehead and all this ceiling above. So think about how are you coming across on the camera if you're going to be participating. Yeah. If you're thinking about what are you going to look like, just like all the TV commercials and whatnot are saying that you need to have something decent from the waist up at least something that you would wear to work. You're at work. What would you wear to work? A, a college shirt or a, a decent t-shirt, a little pin, a necklace. Um, would you get your hair combed? Would you put on some makeup? What would you do if you were going to work on, even if you operate from on a casual Friday, what would I wear to work? because this is how you're going to be seen. The other thing that, that people do is if you're on a call with your team and they're all Zooming and you've got your camera off, well, what is that about? So now you're one, if you were in a meeting, a regular meeting in a conference room environment, would you be standing in the hall? What, <laughs> you know, really? If you're going to be with the group, then participate. And even if, you, again, it, 
it may not be your thing. Some people don't like to be filmed and all that. Well, I get that, but this is the environment in which we're operating at this point. And if you were in the office and they had a meeting, you'd go. Same thing. It's not different rules. It's the same rules in a different on a different platform. And how you look matters. It just does. Whether you like it or not, it just does. Wow, that's a that's a nice way to end it, so because it just does. I don't think people really understand it. And like you said, they show up to these meetings and you can't, you know, they don't show themselves, but you're supposed it's engaging. And I think sometimes people don't understand. Yes, this is a virtual platform, but you still got to be engaged. You still got to show up. You still got to look. You have to look professional and professional. You know, make sure you mute yourselves. <laughs> that, that's an issue with me sometimes as a presenter. I'm presenting on my flow, and all of a sudden, I hear somebody with a whole entirely different conversation. So then the host is trying very hard just to mute everybody, but then in that effort, she winds up meeting me. But, you know, <laughs> but those are the things. But see, that's how the world we live in now, Sylvia. You know, I could talk to you for hours, because now I'm already thinking about a whole nother subject. But right now, we're just talking about the presenter. So, Sylvia, how can people get in contact with you? Because they need to hire, they really need to hire us you need to hire Sylvia as a coach you you need to hire her I mean if you really want to move your way up that ladder you need to do that so then people know well my goodness he needs to be on the meeting and this person is engaging and etc so I'm going to be quiet Sylvia so how can people connect with you my company is called Refined Training and Consulting and I'm out of Silver Spring Maryland but we are a virtual world now so I can be anywhere and um, you can reach me at sylvia.duckland.refinetraining.net. And I'm happy to talk to anybody. And, and of one of my biggest courses that I am training all around is professionalism. And this, and professionalism, particularly in this new um, virtual environment and virtual world we're living in. And of course, listeners, I will have a direct link to Sylvia's website so you can connect with her directly, hire her for yourself, for your team, for your company, whatever you need. Thank you so much, Sylvia. I'm happy to be here. So was that an informative discussion with Sylvia and I hope you walked away with some nuggets to help you not only be a better presenter but to show up at meetings a lot more organized so I'm going to kind of follow up in my tailor's tip time so the first thing is of course you know make sure you just check your background like Sylvia said check your background the next thing is if you are a presenter practice but if you are just attending a meeting, just make sure you have all the information you need. Um, and of course, if you are a presenter, practice as, as if you're speaking to thousands. If you are showing up at the meeting, you know, just show up from the waist up, you know, being like as if you were sitting in a corporate setting. Always test your technology and just enjoy. You know, come to the meeting as if people were side by side to with you. Yes, we are using virtual platforms, but show up at that meeting. So, 
Have you been working on getting organized and feel that you need someone to guide you from start to finish by providing you with the details needed to clear the clutter and get organized? Then let's call so I can share how you can get back on track and get organized with my virtual sessions. You just go to my contact page on JanetMTaylor.com, click the link, schedule a 15-minute free session, or I also have reduced 30-minute and 60-minute sessions because sometimes all you just need is somebody just to kind of talk you through some strategies of getting from, from cluttered to clear. And then strategize and organize. If you're thinking about starting social media or even just really being more organized with how you manage your time with it, have you been procrastinating starting a podcast or just starting that project and you're just feeling overwhelmed with all the ideas and the things you have to do, then please reach out to me because I can help you start a bag podcast. I can help you create profitable partnerships. I can just help you get started with that project. So go to JanetMTaylor.com. Click on the service link, scroll down to strategize and organize and connect with me there. Of course, I want to thank you all for following me via social media, for your likes, your retweets, for your sharing. And please continue to share as well as check out my YouTube channel. I am going to be working on that in the fall. And of course, please check out my Pinterest page. And I've got things like goals, all about time how to organize your office, and so much more. So please check that out. Well, you know what today is? What is it? I'm waiting for you. I can hear you. I can hear all of you just shouting. It is Monday, and it might be a Sunday, and it might be a Thursday, but you know what time it is? It's time for Toss It Tuesday time, and I want you to get rid of the note you no longer need cluttering your desk. We all have little notes, scraps of paper shoved in a drawer, shoved in our pocketbooks, wallets, etc. Let's get rid of all that stuff. Transfer it to a notebook, transfer it to your tablet, your iPhone, but let's get rid of all of those scraps of paper. And my app suggestion is Google Slides. You know, there's lots of different platforms out there, but have you tried Google Slides to do your presentations? And of course, if there's another platform that you use, let me know. My product suggestion is wall pop-ups. They're gold confetti organization kits, and it helps keep your dates, your topic, etc., organized in a cute little with the gold confetti. So check that out. I'll help you with all those ideas you have for presentations, for meetings, etc. And of course, check out my repurposed board on my Pinterest page, and you know, check out some things you can do within the office setting. My book selection for this week is Speak for a Living, because a lot of you out there are doing those webinars and doing those trainings, so that's a great book to check out. And my quote for the week, a winner is a dreamer who never gave up. A winner is a dreamer who never gave up. So you got those dreams, you just keep moving forward and keep yourself motivated and inspired. Well, I thank you for listening. And of course, be sure to share this podcast with your family, your friends, and on your social media network. And please visit my website at JanetMTaylor.com. Until next time, I want you to have a clutter-free day. But most of all, I want you to have an organized week.
Organization is the quintessential element to a clutter-free life. Join me as we take this journey together. Along the way, we will find the necessary answers to solve your organizing dilemma. My name is Janet M. Taylor, and you are tuned in to Got Clutter, Get Organized.